0: The Loftus Party podcast. Everything has aligned perfectly. I'm in a phenomenal mood. I'm in a phenomenal mood. It's been a, a great week. I've never worked harder on anything before in my life. I'm just being honest. We got the we got the, the Liberty Gimlet on the other end, and I'm just I'm just kind of like taking the ball here for a moment. Here's how I want to set the stage. I've never worked harder on anything in my life, honestly then the, Loftestparty.com, then on this podcast, then on the YouTube channel, then on the Facebook channel, and now the live shows, going out and doing live stand-up events. It's hit another level, and, and occasionally, occasionally, every once in a while, it'll hit me that it's working. That it's working and we're keeping the just keep your just keep going, keep your head down, keep your shoulder to the wheel. It's like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the original Conan the Barbarian, and he's a little kid. Just he's pushing that he's pushing that thing, and then they do a montage and they come back, and all of a sudden he's big grown up Arnold. I just want to rail off some numbers here real quick to make you guys feel wonderful. First of all, I want to thank the Patreons. Just that that's I'm I'm not kidding. That slow steady uh drip drip you guys that money's going to good use the and it's it's working it's all working let's just do some numbers here real quick uh we're over 5000 subscribers on, on youtube and then then it's like a snowball we've picked up 200 more people uh in the past like 72 hours it's fantastic so actually we're up to like 52 so that's great 5200 so then they say a whole new world opens up at 10000 so Keep sharing the videos. Keep telling your friends. on Facebook, are you ready for this, Gypsy? What? Okay. Re- do you remember when we started doing this show, mm-hmm. uh, you and myself and we'd have Andrew and Apple on uh, from time to time, and it was just like a struggle, like boom, 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 trying to get, trying to get. And then I remember, oh, my goodness, we were so happy when we finally cracked 5,000. We're about we, – we're going to crack 9,000 followers on facebook in the next couple days okay
1: nice
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and then because and check this out i got a uh i got a little email from facebook Uh, i should have had it ready that's if i was a if i was actually a radio person i would have (laughs) had it ready to go i would have had it prep i got this little message from facebook because of the the level of the reach of the loftus party on facebook they now want multiple uh they want to make sure that I am who I say I am. They're actually they're asking for like different levels of uh, authenticating my identity and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bring it. Bring it. I will authenticate. I will totally authenticate. Oh yeah, so I had,
1: I had to do that too. You have to put in your driver's license and give them your address and then there's this special code they send you. It's like super secret stuff.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that's to if you want to do political ads too. If you want to do ads that are considered political, so I will jump through all the hoops. You guys, we're 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 playing uh, in football. They'd say play between the sidelines. You know, at, uh, I, I think that's what they say. I don't know, but we're we're doing it, and it's working, and it's all wonderful. It's all wonderful. So, uh, with that being said, and this is my new thing, uh, also of like setting our own agenda. I don't know what you have. Uh, that you want to talk about I know that there's some stuff that I want to talk about We would be remiss we, we have a huge opportunity here Or at least I do You don't watch Game of Thrones Later on we'll have to talk I'm going to make some predictions about Game of Thrones And I've done some research I've, always, I've been watching a lot of videos With George R. R. Martin The man who invented it And how that happened And what he thinks of the series And all that good stuff So we'll we'll do that a little later on in the show however i want to start with, with with what i think is is the big news just cuz it delights me to no end the uh, and i'm sure you know about it cuz you're you're clued in on everything the uh, the the hunter biden rental car return
1: oh jeez i saw that i didn't look into it too deeply I'm, hunter biden's a hot mess
0: <laughs> this is hilarious this is hilarious this is straight out of uh, Hunter uh, Thompson's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in 2016. In 2016, somebody, uh, Hunter uh, Hunter uh, Biden, had rented a car from Hertz. He returned it at a different location in, like, Prescott, Arizona. Did it in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been there. I've been there. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've done, I've done the old return the rental car. When you know they're the not way. open. Yeah. Because you just don't want to deal with it. You just, mm-hmm. you're like, whatever. I'll just, so uh, someone returned the rental car. I'm not, listen, I don't want to get sued or anything. So this is all, the rental car was returned. It was his rental car. The keys were in like, you know, that little door, the gas cap, mm-hmm. the, the little door that swings open, put, shoved him in there. Left behind, uh, holy smokes, two, uh, two driver's licenses from uh from from Delaware left behind like a uh uh inspector general or a deputy some kind of badge was there a used crack pipe was in there like multiple credit cards were in there all in his name the crack pipe wasn't in his name unless, unless his, yeah, his friends had it engraved on. yeah right and imagine this imagine this gypsy this wasn't reported this wasn't uh they 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 uh The police decided uh, there's nothing to look at here. Just give him his stuff back. Uh, And uh, (laughs) I think they might have kept the crack pipe. Oh, but but there was never like a big police report or anything. And no one in the press found this interesting whatsoever.
1: Well, I mean, and this is the kid. He was kicked out of the military, right?
0: Yeah. Wasn't that for like cocaine abuse?
1: Yeah, He tested positive for cocaine. So, I mean, I guess I'm not going to be too surprised if. You know, he's dropping paraphernalia in a rental car.
0: Now, isn't this also the same kid who's qualified to run a uh, Ukrainian gas company?
1: Uh, In some capacity, consult with them, yes. And also (laughs) some companies in China, apparently.
0: What a great life. What a great life. Like, it's totally a double edged sword because there's a big part of me. That is like, hey, come on, press. You got to report this. We got to be even-handed. Then I'm like, you know what? They're never going to be even-handed about it. And then there's a part of me who's who's like, like, wow, what an, <laughs> I mean, a- addiction's not funny. So, no. And obviously, he's got a, a a problem with cocaine. But beyond that, that's got to be a pretty sweet life. That <laughs> where you just you just get set up. Like uh, I'm just. Tooling around the desert in my rental car, just spending money left and right. Don't worry, you guys. My dad hooked me up. I'm a consultant at a Ukrainian gas company. I'm doing tech work with China. I am hooked up. That's like lifestyles of the rich and famous. That's just like we have to. I know that they're, they're saying that, like, oh, they're just going after Hunter Biden because, you know, he's he, yeah, and it, partially, yeah, because Biden is the front runner right now on the Democratic side, but like. I want to make a movie about this kid's life. I yeah. wanna I want, to, I want to, he's like and then he's I got he was banging his uh his brother's widow.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just listen, you guys, that's it's bizarre. It's bizarre, and I love the bizarre. I yeah. love I love weird, and this is bizarre, it's weird, there's money, I guarantee there's supermodels at some point. There's been boating expeditions. There's, it's just, I want to, Hunter Biden. We, I should, I, I'm, I'm actually writing it down. I want to make, I want to make a movie about Hunter Biden.
1: Oh dear lord,
0: you might have to. It's,
1: wait. you might have to wait until you're both a lot older. He's gonna do it, a lot more stuff, Michael. Let's be legit here. He's like what in his 40s? Come on.
0: Right? You don't think he's peaked yet? You don't no, think he's peaked?
1: No, 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 no. Here's the thing, right?
0: Anybody
1: who lives in America knows, right, that if you have a parent that's as politically connected as Joe Biden is or Dianne Feinstein is or, you know, even Chuck Grassley is, I mean, this isn't a Republican Democrat thing. You know, their kids do well because life is about the network, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The problem
1: with what went on with Hunter Biden is the way his father tells the story he was managing humanitarian other aid to Ukraine and held that over the Ukrainian government's head, so that they would stop investigating the firm that his son was consulting for. Right, that's the problem I have with this situation. I like don't I? I, I would be silly if I would sat here and I was like shocked, like Hunter Biden kind of gets a pass in life. I mean, most of their kids do, don't you think? I mean. I don't think it's great and I don't think it's wonderful. And I mean, I hope he doesn't have an addiction problem because that wouldn't be good. That's not good for anybody. But yeah, I mean, like everybody's like, you're picking on Hunter Biden. No, I'm not picking on Hunter Biden. This is totally expected based on who his dad is. What I'm saying is if Joe Biden actually did that to the Ukrainian government, that's a problem.
0: <laughs> oh, we have to totally investigate that. We have to totally go after that because, listen, it doesn't. It it's not, it's not a big stretch to, to believe. I mean, it's abuse of power. I mean, it's, you've, mm-hmm. you've got, you're worried about your kid. You set your kid up in this great job. And now that there's like this, you know, from your perspective, there's some stupid dorky Ukrainian prosecutor looking into it. Who's going to mm-hmm. upset the apple cart. So yeah, you, <laughs> you throw your full weight behind it to to stop that investigation. I just think, I don't so know. Agile. It's it's like I want I want a young Chevy Chase to play Hunter Biden like that kind of that kind of person like a like Topher Grace couldn't pull it off. But like a young Tom Hanks to play Hunter Biden. Just that, like a, it's just a ridiculous life. It's just ridiculous. It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I think it's like it's like Chelsea Clinton's life. It has to be just ridiculous and bizarre. They mm-hmm. have they have no grip. On reality, like zero grip. You're born into this bizarre life of privilege with with not only a silver spoon, but there might even be some some coke on the end of that silver spoon. And like you you never have to work. The rules don't apply to you. Mm -hmm. And and you just you're just surrounded by by money and sycophants. Like I'm I'm totally fascinated by that. I'm totally fascinated by it. And I just like I want to get Terry Gilliam to direct. It's bizarre. There's orgies, there's drugs, there's booze, there's <laughs> just like someone it's like it's like they're from another planet. They're from like Chelsea yeah. Clinton, what was her job like right out of college? Didn't she get like a five hundred thousand no, a year consulting gig for like NBC yeah, News? That
1: was, that was like a couple years that that was a couple years later. and if I remember that whole thing went down because the Clinton Foundation kind of fell apart.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah she well, was,
1: I think she actually had a job with the foundation for quite a period of time. And then they that's got a her great some gig. lifestyle gig on NBC. I don't know. I've never seen it. I have to say, though, I think Chelsea Clinton comports herself very well in public life when she speaks. I don't agree with her on most things, but she doesn't seem like a bomb thrower either. Um, I no. think she's a little more grounded than maybe a lot of them are, um, but... Yeah, I mean, none of them. And not to say that maybe some of them aren't bright, some of them aren't smart, and some of them wouldn't wouldn't have been successful all by themselves. But I mean, if you want to start talking about privilege, there it is. Oh, and, good lord! You know what I love most about Joe is he couldn't just use his influence to try to make that happen. Then in two thousand fifteen, he gets up in a speech and brags about it.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: They absolutely t- Uncle Joe and his gaffs man, they've been hiding him. They haven't been letting him talk a lot. I think they're scared.
0: I was so amused. This is why you guys with with the additional uh and I I'll, I'll just be honest. The com has been operating at a loss for a very long time. We so that's just, it's 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 not a huge loss, but it hasn't been making money. We it's little we're at the point now uh, where hopefully uh, we're starting to see a little bit of income from that. We'll see. I'll get the next report in a month. But there's so many things that I want to do. There's so many. Th- I, 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 I cannot wait to have an, an editor because I saw it. Joe Biden has this trick that he does. And it's funny because, you you know, I'm c- coming at this from Hollywood and being a stand up and like none of this is an accident. Joe Biden did a thing. The other day, and he just, oh, it just cracked me up. He, it was, he was like in, uh, in Philly, and he was doing an event. Mm-hmm. And my man comes out there like, like he knows he's going to give a speech. He knows. There's a podium set up. You've, you drove over there. You got your speech ready. You know what's about to happen. But he does this thing where he pretends like he doesn't know what he's about to do. And it's, he comes up. He's got the he's got the blazer on and the aviator sunglasses. So uh his wife introduces him. I think it was his wife. I did, so he gets introduced and then he comes out rocking the aviator sunglasses, looking around with his uh and he's got a suit coat on but you know no tie cuz he's Joe Biden. And then he takes off he, he makes a little show of taking off the aviator sunglasses like, "Oh, it looks like I'm going to have to give a speech." And then Uh, After the sunglasses come off and he puts those things down like he like he literally thinks he's like a jet fighter pilot who just got out of the cockpit. (laughs) Then he takes off the jacket and looks around like, oh, what am I going to do with this? It's 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 hilarious. It's so like thought out and rehearsed. But he's a good actor. I mean, he pulls it off. But just like his little it's such a a passive, aggressive little uh like peacocking way to do things. I found I found it just hilarious. I want to I got I got to edit that together. I want to put sound effects behind it. Maybe uh put in danger zone underneath right. it. It's fantastic.
1: Well, I mean, he's been in Congress politics what, for like 43 years, 44 years or something. I mean if you think that the people in Congress couldn't like couldn't have been Hollywood actors and actresses if they'd taken another path you're crazy.
0: And people and people are so stupid. Uh, I it's what's uh, aware to me what's as plain as the nose on my face to me. All these people are like oh why is Trump going after Biden? Why is Trump going after Biden? He's ignoring everyone else. It's like why not? Why not go after Biden? Um, and front it's yeah and it's like and Trump's saving his silver bullet like he knows oh, exactly yeah. and I do too how to how to deal with hunt with with uh with Joe Biden oh, yeah. you wait to you wait till you get him on that debate stage and you go uh Joe my man you've been doing this since 1978 you had, you've been doing this since 1978 and then you were in the white house with with your your boy barack for 8 years you have what idea could you possibly have left you've you've professionally been sucking off the government's tit since 1978 right. that's like when the first star wars came out you mm-hmm. are played out you are you are a professional parasite if i thought you had an, a new idea i would i would think about it but you are low energy you're sleepy joe <laughs> And then I
1: mean, it's actually funny because I've actually heard people on the left comment commenting on, "Wow, you know, he's only been out of the White House a couple of years, but he seems slower now." Da 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 da. I mean, he's he'd be seventy eight when he took office. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm it's, not.
0: It's it's wild, and and like, listen, I I, I imagine, and I've said this before, I, I wouldn't mind hanging out with Joe Biden. I oh, really no. wouldn't i I wouldn't you know uh to
1: the barbecue
0: yeah, oh he's to- oh my gosh, oh my God, Joe is totally invited to uh the loftus party barbecue mm-hmm. that's the other that's the other thing that I can't wait to do is to actually throw the loftus party barbecue yeah.
1: well, you know who's not invited
0: who, who
1: Pete Buttigieg.
0: that's hilarious, we are so dialed in today gypsy that, that I I was literally thinking, it's like you read my mind and you know what it is for me. And then I want to know why it is for you. But like, he seems like, uh, he seems duplicitous. Like, like, um, Mm -hmm. what was, I think it was, I think it was a horror movie called the village where the kids just showed up and they had blonde hair and these white eyes and they were like possessed by alien spirits or something weird. But like Pete Buddha, just seems like uh, one of the the kids from the village to me. Like like I don't know he's what's just, behind those eyes. He really, yeah. He gives me he's the just creep.
1: Lying. He is a far left, like as left as Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and he keeps trying to position himself as a moderate. And if he doesn't stop lecturing me about what God thinks, I'm gonna lose my mind.
0: It's so boring. It's, it's so boring, I mean, it's just, and it, it, it's infuriating.
1: Like, oh, it was so nice because we have this Democrat who's religious, and he's Episcopalian, and he can speak to religious you know, denominations, etc. Dude, if you're going out and telling evangelicals because of their deeply held religious beliefs that they don't know the right God, probably not going to happen.
0: I mean, there's there's another skit that I want to do. There's another skit that I want to do. I want to do you. you, I need I need the set of the Oval Office. Right. And you got uh, you got Mike Pence in there with his assistant. And then the assistant goes, hey, uh, Vice President Pence, uh, uh, Mayor Pete uh, is here to talk to you. And uh, so then, mayor, you have the actor come in as as Mayor Pete, and Mike Pence is like, "Hey man, uh, very you know, very nice to see you. Good job with being the mayor of uh, South Bend. You're uh, you're an honorable man. Thanks for serving your country." And then Pete Ju- Buttigieg, and you do the actual quote of Pete Buttigieg. You know, if you've got a problem with me, you don't have a problem with me or my you have a problem with my creator. And then Mike Pence is like, "Dude, I, I'm I'm just telling you, you I I honor your service and thanks for being a great bear. You stop attacking me, sir." And then at. at Towards the end of the skit, Mayor Buttigieg is, is, like, flying around the room as if he's just been punched, and he's just staging, like, a fight, and, and Mike Pence is just standing the there, face. and you just have Pete Buttigieg just flying around the room, stop hitting me, stop hitting me. Right. It's ridiculous. These 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 fake attacks, these fake attacks that he, he acts like Mike Pence is coming at him.
1: Dude, you're fighting with yourself. Just be quiet. Yeah. It's, you know? Uh, I, insane. And, and I
0: love you know, how you Mad... know
1: who I actually want to win. Hold, the hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. But... I love how Mad Magazine uh, changed oh, their Twitter handle crazy. to say that they have Pete Buttigieg on the cover yeah. of every issue. That was hilarious. That's yep. a quality joke. And bl- God bless the people at Mad Magazine. Okay, so who do you their want their to response,
1: do well? Pete Buttigieg. I've never heard of Pete Buttigieg. Must be a generational thing. I <laughs> laughed my butt off. Ah.
0: Who do you want? Who do you want to do well? Who are you rooting for? I
1: I want Warren to take it.
0: Oh, that would be great.
1: Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: That would be fantastic. You're like
1: shrewish aunt running for president. I mean, she would be worse than Hillary.
0: The way she shakes. The way she shakes, she does this thing that, like, I, I find very disturbing. Whenever she's on Rachel Maddow, she'll start, like, literally, like, like her hands. Shaking she'll clench her up her hands stuff, into, like, yeah. little fists, and she'll start shaking. her Like, she's, like, literally shaking with rage. I it's know. So, it's so disturbing. It's like, yeah, it's like your vegan aunt. Uh, your weird vegan aunt yep. comes over for dinner, and she's like, I swear to God, you better not have chicken. I swear to God, you better not. And then you put down a platter of chicken, and then she starts
1: just shaking with rage. <laughs> I told you! When you- <laughs> I Dude, that, the rant she went on about Fox News? Oh. It's like, lady, fine, if you don't want to go on Fox News, whatever But to literally join the campaign to get the network off the air? I mean, I'm sorry, when I look at Fox News, I at least see a couple of journalists. I see Bill Hemmer. I see Brett Baer. I see Martha McCallum, right? These are the people who would be conducting town halls, not Ingram and Hannity and Tucker. Those are opinion hosts. Of course you hate their opinions, Lizzie.
0: Here's here's I mean, I what was, I think I happened furious
1: there. I was curious
0: when I saw that. Here's what I think happened there, and I think this was a uh, a a brilliant bit of uh, politicking by uh, Pocahontas. She didn't want to talk about the Indian thing. She doesn't. <laughs> she she can't go on Fox News. She can't. Well, it's a non-starter. Ask
1: her a question.
0: They're gonna yeah they're gonna talk about the Indian thing. And she's going to go, well, you know, this and that, and I still stand by this. Now they've got the DNA thing, which which is hardcore proof. They know that she's done it more than once. She makes, what, $400,000 a year for teaching the one course, and the only reason she got there is because she was lying. That That is a doomsday scenario for her. Mm-hmm. So she did some serious political kung fu, and – not only does she say, no, she doesn't want to go on. She attacks them for like trying to, uh, you know, be hate speech central. And that was that was I, I actually doff my cap to her in, in that respect. That was some serious political uh, kung fu on her part because there's no way she can't. That, and that would. Well, whatever. It's one of the reasons I want her to do well, because there, there's the silver bullet for her. That's a, she's, she's just a werewolf, just like, a you know, Joe Biden is.
1: Oh no. Okay. But I think like of all, either her, see, Kamala still makes me nervous, but she has turned into a terrible candidate.
0: Yeah. It's, like, she just it's, can't
1: get it together because now she's going to be the first Asian president. Um, she's reversed herself about four different times. Um, She's taken really far left positions. She was supposed to kind of come into this with the a little bit of the Michelle Obama machine. She ain't got it.
0: It's funny to watch, and it really makes me admire, and this is in all seriousness, it really makes me admire what Donald Trump was able to do. And I think his naivete, his you, – you have these people who, uh, obviously, there's a lot of money to be made in politics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, okay – I'll go to law school and then you discover politics. You're like, "Okay, I'm going to try to run to be the assistant DA." And then, "Oh, now I'm the DA." And then I'm going to take that and then I'll do this. It's like it's it's like leveling up in a video game. It really right. is. You know, you start off as just a newbie and you've got nothing and then you get a little piece of armor and then you, it's what they do. It's what Cory Booker's doing. It what it's what uh, Kamala Harris is doing. And you think you have the ultimate defense because I'm just trying to serve my country. You can just say that I'm just trying to serve my country and blah blah blah. And maybe you can even delude yourself into believing it for a while. I, I don't think I don't seriously I don't think Cory Booker is a patriot. I don't think Kamala Harris is a, is a patriot. I, I I really don't. I don't think they have better ideas. I don't think they. I don't think they're students of history. I don't think I, I really. I don't think they know anything. So they're they're dialed into this: how to get into the Senate, how to get into the Senate, and how to you know uh, manipulate this and do that. And then once once they're elevated to the political race, and people start dialing deep, you know, seriously, what are your beliefs on this? And it's big national issues. They ain't nobody home. There's nobody home. There's there is no there there. There's no core value system, they're just empty shells. And that's the great thing about about Trump is that that dude came in with zero experience, mm-hmm. Z- zero in politics or debating any of it. And it's just a- astounding to think of like he whooped 16 other like professional politicians asses. Like mm-hmm. he just he just it's it's amazing. And good Lord he's doing a wonderful job of of running the country i i I legitimately like don't have many beefs with the guy, but Kamala yeah i'm not I'm not concerned about Kamala. I'm not concerned about uh, Cory Booker. they're just laughable they're all laughable but you know what but that's that's my opinion and then you get into this was this was shocking this was shocking to me, and i'll I'll tell this little story real quick and this this goes to the the culture war of it is that the left has done such an outstanding job and I, I didn't think they'd be able to do it. and you can go back and listen to the episodes of of you know this show, previous ones where you're like this whole uh Russia collusion thing that that gave them two years, right mm-hmm. so they, they 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 were they managed to have everyone focused on that for two years and now they're they're pivoting and they're they're still doing it. they're still doing it. there's like they've they've baked it in to a level that I think is going to be startling to a lot of people because this is not, it's not about the economy, stupid, uh, with this this next presidential election. The level of hatred that people have, your average citizen has, that the level of hatred they have for Donald Trump, the level of hatred that they have for Trump supporters is on a whole nother level. I pride myself on... Uh, being like, you know, the lovable, uh, conservative, the witty, funny, charming guy who voted for Trump. And I can make this admission on stage and I can always, you know, win the crowd over and we always have a good, it it has, it has never backfired. It has never backfired. Even, even, uh, down in the, uh, Southern California beach communities where it's just like totally there. I was doing a show at, at comedy and magic. A couple nights ago, and there was a uh, a large group of, of – I guess there were like actors, Shakespeare – there was like some Shakespeare company uh, oh or a, a big – I don't know what it was. They were all like like Shakespearean actor people, but there was like, a, like 150 of them in there. The club holds mm-hmm. like 270. So I'm on stage. Uh, and I'm doing this so oh, politically incorrect, this, you know, yada, yada. And I'm trying to work on this new material. I have this whole – I have an hour-long thing that I want to do about uh, America just being exceptional and wonderful and the history of this country and, you know, funny stories and all this stuff. So I segue into this thing where uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did it. You know, I'm, I, I, uh, I voted for Trump. And this, there was like – it was like someone had been physically hurt. This 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 person in the back of the room was just like, no, and it was I, I couldn't believe it. It was shocking. And I go, what, what? You know, we got different opinions, you know. Hey, so I voted for Trump. I'm not. And then and, and literally like two people in the back of the room. I'm not going to sit here and listen to this. I'm not going to take this. And I, 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 I could not believe it. They got up and they left. They were so horrified horrified. And then the, and the, and the room kind of got weird and quiet. And, you know, I I was able to, to, you know, continue on and keep doing materials. And we, and we all laughed, but like, I I couldn't believe it, that all I had to do was be on stage with a microphone and say, yeah, yeah, I voted for Trump. And it's not like, it's not like, I'm like, I voted for the best man. Let's go. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I voted for Trump. And they were horrified. And it was a huge eye opener for me. Big eye opener for me. Those, yeah, those they're, they're do everywhere. Exist. Say what?
1: Those, those people who like go into a rage at a kid wearing a MAGA hat and all this other, they actually exist. And two of them were at your show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I, th- I really think it's so. You know, for every one person that actually comes out and says it, it's like the people who voted for Trump. For every person, one person who admitted it, there's a bunch of people who are being quiet and not admitting it. Uh, But the 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 majority of 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 people who hate uh, Trump, they they're not having a hard time being quiet. And it's uh, a friend of mine on on Facebook posted something. It was just bizarre. It's, it's an actor, a uh, friend of mine, successful actor, good guy. I, you know, I went, like posted this thing that like Trump is in Putin's pocket on Facebook and hey, he can't as a good American, blah, blah, blah. And so I, I, I rarely get into these Facebook. I never do the back and forths. I might post right. one thing, just like a little flyby hit and then move on. But I'm like, dude, if you've got evidence, you might want to let Mueller know. <laughs> I mean, right. It's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I know. And it's too funny that. They, they, tell, they tell Trump supporters, they're like, oh, you guys are just you know, Trump bots. So, so that's the level of, uh, of, of the problem, and that's why I'm, I'm going out and I'm doing the live shows, and that's why I'm doing the LoftusParty.com. That's why, that's why all of this, there's – in order to level the playing field, it is about the culture. It is about like the constant drumbeat of evil, 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 and I get, they're going to keep it up for two more years. They're going to keep it up for two more. Now, now I think they're just getting excited because, oh, the subpoena this and all oh, that. And this guy's got to testify. So you'll have all the trappings. You'll have all the trappings of, you know, big Senate investigations. And this guy's got to sit here in front of a microphone and put the cameras there. And they're all be giving speeches. It'll all be theatrics. It'll all be. It's just part of a commercial. It's just all a big. It's not about getting to the truth of anything like, I oh, we want no Mueller Morris. to testify. Go ahead. What
1: I was going to say on the other side, I think Bill Barr is absolutely going to get to the truth.
0: Well, he they they better go at. Uh, I used to think like slow and steady wins the race on that, but I think now we're past the uh, we're past the event horizon, and and they need to go quickly. They need to go at light speed because wow. here's the way uh, Rachel Maddow. And a bunch of the people on MSNBC are already framing it. And I tell you what, it's going to resonate. It's going to resonate. This isn't they will they will frame it as this isn't uh, Bill Barr looking for the truth. This is Donald Trump weaponizing the Department of Justice against his political enemies. That's exactly how they're going to frame it. And once again, Trump will be painted as the supervillain. This is what we've tried to warn you about. This is what Hillary tried to warn you about on the debate stage. I'm glad you're not in charge of the Justice Department. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. And that's how they're going to frame it. They're going to frame it as he's the mad king, the mad dictator who is going to do the ultimate smackdown on anyone who ever opposed him. Can you believe he's still going after Hillary? Can you believe he's still going at – and that – is going to resonate with the left. So Bill Barr, I did a video. I love the guy. I think oh, he's I hilarious. Well, and I mean, he and is he's, so, got, he's got he, his head on. Go he, ahead.
1: He, for, well, first of all, I, I actually consider Bill Barr the most dangerous man in the world.
0: Fantastic.
1: Because, well, no. He doesn't need this job. Didn't really want this job. Sure as hell wasn't looking for this job. He got called in and asked to take this job. He looked around and goes, yeah, the ship is sinking. It's got some serious rot on it. I'll come fix it. He's basically said that much publicly. I don't need this job. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was getting ready to retire. He had, a, he was an AG under, under Bush, hugely successful law practice. He doesn't need this job. And he was retiring, so he doesn't even have to work anymore. <laughs>
0: It's 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 wonderful. And that also goes to uh, the similarities, you know, with uh, with Trump. And I'm, I'm sorry that I'm just doing this whole thing here. But like since since like the 80s, Trump was like, if it ever gets bad enough, I'll run. It's bad, but I, I don't want to run. If it ever gets bad enough, I'll run. And now you have a guy in the White House who's like, don't even pay me. Give my salary to whatever charity. Don't pay me. I, It's very – talk about a guy – it's altruistic, and that's, you know, Bill Barr, same thing, Mm -hmm. same thing. Like, listen, I don't need this gig. I'm set.
1: I don't know how you try to impeach the guy he's brought in, Durham. I mean he is just a prosecutor's prosecutor. He comes in, he finds out what happened, he recommends charges, and he leaves, and he doesn't care what political side you're on.
0: Well, that's the wonderful thing about, like, rational people. Mm Mm-hmm such as yourself and, and myself and the people who listen to this show, you can you can look at these things and go, okay, X, you know, one plus two equals three. And the, the mainstream media and, and the, you know, the Rachel Maddows and the Chris Hayes and the, you know, all those dudes and the Brian Williams of the world, they will just frame it com- in a completely different way. And that's why, uh, and, and that's that's where we get into the culture part of it, and, and it's just baked in. The person, the wow. average person who doesn't pay attention to politics, will will just freak out. Well, they'll just freak out and they will go, "Holy crap, this is dangerous. We have a president who's on the war path. This is dangerous. This is dangerous." And that's why I'm doing the live shows, and that's why uh, the That's why all of this, yeah. and and well. and the lack of support on the right, the lack of support. Uh, we might get into this uh, in next week's show. Cause I'm going to give, I'm going to give everybody, uh, another week. I got people reaching out, but the, the lack of support on the right so far has been pretty deafening, pretty deafening with, with a few exceptions, with a few exceptions. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this, uh, Andrew Claven mm-hmm. over the daily wire, Andrew Claven yep. has been a total champ, has been a total champ. He had me on his show. We've been emailing, and uh, we're actually—and I hope I'm not speaking out of out of school on this—but we're we're gonna keep moving forward with this uh, political this like think tank of of how to do how to how to make a shift in the culture. Like I want to get uh, good people, funny people, in, involved in this. So uh, Andrew Claven has been a champ. Larry Elder. Yep. Has been a champ, Larry Elder, uh, fantastic, and I want to continue to have conversations with him, and maybe invite him to uh, the the think tank as well. Uh, also, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's on Outlaw Outlaw Radio on XM. You guys need to support Outlaw Radio. I, I, oh I, my goodness, I can't remember the guy's name. He heard me on a program. He had me on, and 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 listen. Uh, there was a dude that just tweeted me this morning that just like uh, i'm i'm not I'm not bitching about this you guys mm-hmm. i'm not I'm, I'm I'm like I'm kind of trying to sound the alarm however, I'm not just gonna sit around and sound the alarm. Like I, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. So as uh, the partycom continues to grow, and we've got some great new contributors. Uh, this guy John Rathbone uh, wrote a really funny piece about how the Democrats raise money. Uh, Gloria Haney posted another phenomenal recipe. So like we're doing stuff, you know. Kim Dixon, Lisa K Tate, Paul Hare, all these people, and they're writing books at the same time. Like there's great things happening, and I'm not just sitting around, just like oh, what are we gonna do? I'm I'm doing live shows. I'm going out. I'm like, listen, they're not going to let me to participate in Hollywood. Okay, so if those doors are closed, I'm going on the road, and well, I'm I'm going is- to invite everyone. I'm going to invite everyone and their mother to to help me in this endeavor because it is like literally a, a, a grassroots thing. But like, you, you'd think that like there's a there's a conservative talk show host in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, his name, I believe, is Chris Baker. He's on board. He gets it. So he's helping out. We've been talking back and forth. But some of these conservative uh, talk show hosts, like, do, what do you, why would you not, do you just want, those are the, some of these guys, I think they just want to sit around and bitch and like be, and be the, the victim and, and just react say, the whole time.
1: Everybody complains all the time. We're not out there. We're not getting our voices, you know. Culture, culture, politics is downstream of culture. Why aren't we in the culture? Well, you know why we're not in the culture because they don't let us come to the pool party. Yeah. Right. So, you know that you're picking it up and determined to do your own thing. And it's like, guys, stop complaining. Here's something that's being created just for the audience you're talking about. Would you like to talk about it a little?
0: You would think you would think that I, I would have to like, like, where is, uh, where's Breitbart? Like, where is Breitbart? Where is, uh, all of these other, I mean, like the, the local, the conservative, maybe they just don't know. Maybe they just don't know. Cause I, I have like no huge promotion budget. I don't have a PR person. So maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't know. Uh, and we'll, and we'll see what happens. But if you're listening to this radio show and you're like, Oh my gosh, my, my uncle, uh, is the host of AM Talk five fifty in Tuscaloosa? Uh, <laughs> shoot me a message. Shoot me. This is how it's going to work. It's gonna. It's gonna. We're gonna have to go through people who know people. Like, oh my gosh, like this is too funny. Uh, uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa Tate, who who writes awesome pieces. She's going to review uh, this. This this show comes out on Monday. She'll have a review of John Wick three tomorrow. I'm super excited to read that. Uh, she had uh, Steven Crowder's email and I taught i was talking about it last week on the show and so she sent it to me she's like hey you know she sent it to michael at the com. that's the that's the email which remind me we need to set up we need to set up a, an email over the loftusparty.com that's just like a catch-all email just like a, a general so people can submit photos of them wearing the t-shirts and they can submit whatever we should to talk about so anyway. I reached out to uh, to Stephen Crowder, uh, just like, hey man, I'm doing shows. I'd love to have you on board if you want to do a guest set. And I'm and I'm reaching out to Owen Benjamin. Hey man, I'm doing shows. If you want to come out and do a guest set and support crickets, crickets. Now maybe maybe it went through their spam filter. I'm always going to assume the best right. uh, out of out of people like this. Maybe people are insanely busy, but it's. Uh, and I'm just tooting my own horn here. I'm getting long-winded, and I apologize. But with the and I'll say this once again: you, you sign up, you get uh, okay to post. There's like a, it's like a little bit of a, a little bit of a waiting period where you know because everybody has other jobs. This is just this, this is what you call a passion project for the people who are involved in this endeavor. We've had a bunch of people sign up. We've had a bunch of people sign up. A couple – we've had a, a couple hundred people sign which is fantastic, which is fantastic. But it's an open platform. It's an open platform. Like we're not going to let you do any like like child porn crap like that because, you know, what are we, like morons? However, uh, it is a, a free speech platform. Facebook, holy crap. <clears throat> I'm sure you saw this the other day. Like Candace Owens had her Facebook page shut down. Mm-hmm. And someone, a whistleblower, thank God for them over at Facebook, they took a screen grab of there's like literally an algorithm that Facebook is using to look for keywords and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to knock you off. And, and for getting uh, Candace Owen kicked off, they're offering extra credit to Facebook employees. So it's a, it's a systematic silencing of voices on the right. And everybody's like, well, make your own, make your own. That's what, that's what we've done. That's what we've done. Theloftistparty.com, I'm, I kid you not. That's, in, in a weird way, that's what we've done. I know it's a wacky website. It's weird. There's, yeah, there's videos and there's written pieces, but there's also a space for you, the, the casual internet person, to post stuff. So I just get, I get upset when people are like, oh, are you going to sit around and bitch about it? I, I, I was horrified with that Facebook thing. I was horrified by it.
1: Oh, a a buddy of mine reposted something Matt Walsh had posted, and now he's locked for 30 days. Good Lord. So Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire made a post. Rick actually reposted it, and you could see it originally came from Matt Walsh, and now he's locked for 30 days. In Messenger.
0: that is, uh, that is, you know, part of the algorithm, and and normally,
1: no, in Messenger, they're reading in your Facebook messages. Messenger, yes.
0: Oh, I'm sure it's across the platform. I'm sure it's across the platform. You know, if if they're looking for keywords and all this other stuff, supposedly, as rumor has it, the How AI do you can't hear. Off a
1: screenshot though. Say again. It was a screenshot of Matt Walsh's post. You can't get keywords off of those.
0: Yeah, you can. Uh. They the the AI is getting better and better at reading. That's what that was one of the things with uh, the Loftus Party Facebook uh, at the very beginning. At the very beginning, uh, when we We switched from a lot more. When we switched from because it used to be the flip side it used to be the flip right. side Facebook page uh, when that was the old uh, syndicated show and then we we switched everything over in like uh I think 2016 twenty seventeen to the loftest party like just to make it easier you guys it's just easier the loftest party on Instagram the loftest party on Facebook the loftest party on Twitter the party dot com it was all matchy matchy it makes it easy but we would have uh you know, little memes that we would put up about, oh, the Loftus Party this. And Facebook was like, hey, we can't. There's too much text. We're not going to allow you to, to boost this because there's too much text. That was their thing. Right. And the, the AI, the AI can uh, can read, but it can't hear. And now I think they've gotten to the point now where it can read the text better, even on – even on images, even if you're just like reposting an image, I think now the AI can uh, can read that, and they're getting better at at hearing. They they did a thing on the Joe Rogan uh, podcast where you know because Joe has so much so much content out there, you just feed that into a computer, and they have like every word combination, so they can they can literally make Joe Joe Rogan say anything. Soon the AI it'll be able to 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 listen and just recreate. So there there'll be no there'll be no safe place. There'll there'll be no safe place to post anything. They'll they'll kick you off for any reason. And I'm starting I mean, to, to go I'm into, starting to
1: to go into uh, your Facebook Messenger where you're messaging individuals that you are already connected to, right? Yeah. That would be like if you texted somebody and the phone company cut off your phone service yeah i mean it's yeah. private it's not in public nobody nobody who may be offended by it is going to see it it's messenger
0: yeah however and this goes down to the it's a private company i think you've 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 given away all those rights when you when you click on i agree to the, your terms of service
1: yeah only as soon as they get out from under the same protections the phone company has.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the that that's the brilliant point you made two weeks happen.
1: ago. And I, I've heard attorneys say it now. So could we just could we move on with this thing? Let's let's
0: let's get this. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. Let's let's light let's light the fire under that and and get we'll that going. Now,
1: if you get if you get banned from one of the platforms, you can fill out something that goes to the White House.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a, the White House opened up that that portal, and mm-hmm. if if anybody listening to the show is in any kind of trouble, I wish we had the link. I wish we could post the link. Uh, we're not there yet, but I'm sure if you Google uh, White House portal, Facebook abuse, censorship, uh, it'll it'll get you right there. And thank goodness for that. Mm-hmm. Something uh, something needs to be done. And if and I and I'm with you. I had never heard that argument. Before and it's one of the great things that I love about doing this show is that like holy smoke yeah if they have these protections uh, under the law they shouldn't have them because yeah if you said if you if you say something over the phone to your friend uh, you you don't you don't lose your phone service I really believe that we're on the edge of well not even I think we're probably past the edge of it now but this is this is election tampering this is election tampering it's it's Facebook it's 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 they're slowly but surely. And it's, I used to say this on stage, uh, with the deplorables tour, uh, that, that like they're trying to isolate us. They're trying to isolate us. They're trying to make you feel like a weirdo because you believe in small government. They're trying to make you feel odd because, uh, I think, I think the vast majority of people have like a a ton of problems with, with Trump. However, uh, he's, he's doing the things that I want. I'm getting, I'm getting 98, 99% of what I want as a small government person. I don't want, I don't, I don't want the government, uh, telling me I have to, you know, uh, you know, support X, Y, or Z. I, I want big government out of my life. And that's what, that's what I get through Donald Trump. So I'm a, I'm a, Hell yes, I'm a huge Donald Trump fan, and I don't want people to feel alone for that, and that's what they're doing by kicking people off these platforms. They're slowly getting away of the popular voices, James Woods on Twitter. That dude, come on. Oh, I'm posted, so glad we have the website. He
1: Emerson. Yes. And got yes. banned. Let's think about that. But do you know what I want? Do you know what I want just for Zuckerberg, just for Jack? Do you know what I want for all these hoople-headed morons?
0: Hmm.
1: I want Gavin Newsom's idea to become a bill in the California legislature and I want them to have to use their organization's profits to start building other people's houses. That's what I want. You want socialism, Mark? There you go. You yeah. want these policies, yes. Mark? You don't get to be a champagne socialist. You get to take profitability out of your business, which has, oh, by the way, been going down, 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 and now you get to build houses for people who can't afford them. Be I, I, I actually want them to, and Gavin Newsom has said this publicly. This is his big idea that the tech companies are going to have to start pitching in and building affordable housing for their workers. Kind of like the old mill concept, right? Milltown? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Good. I want every single freaking one of them to have to do it, and I want, I want Jack and Mark to have to do a whole lot of it.
0: It's almost impossible to build new structures to house people in Southern California and in Northern California. Mm-hmm. It is. There was a, somebody <clears throat> that was trying to build a new apartment building uh, thing in Santa Monica. But you know it would be you know multi-storied buildings, and because it would cast a sh- shadow on a park for uh-huh. an hour, the city said no. No, oh, can't do okay. it. You can't. You can't cast a shadow on a public Wait. park for because an you hour. Know,
1: you just know if you build an apartment building in Santa Monica, you're gonna have to take Section Eight and do some portion of low-income housing because it's California, right?
0: Oh. It's so a let's
1: leave all those people on the street because it's going to cast a shadow on the park. Let's have like 15 or 20 people sleeping in that shadow because they have nowhere else to sleep.
0: It's funny, but like lib- liberal friends of mine, very, very far left friends of mine are starting to complain about it. So that's another. <laughs> when you have, when you have like, hardcore like medicare for all let's embrace socialism people going hey we gotta build we gotta build stuff so people can live there yeah. you've got you've got a, you've got a problem hey speaking of building stuff this that was a horrible segue but it looks like we're going back to the moon i couldn't be happier i couldn't be happier right now nasa's saying 2024 we're gonna go to the moon we're gonna build a base we're staying I their feet to the fire for this I, I I want this to happen so badly. I can taste it, and I want it to happen in 2024. No no change in the deadlines there, NASA. And just just as a, a fun to know fact, you, they're out of spacesuits. They they've they've literally they 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 blew through their spacesuit budget uh, doing research, and like they've had to cancel spacewalks now because they don't have spacesuits. So I don't think if they can go to the moon. Here's, here's my suggestion. I should just go on the record as saying this. Elon Musk has that uh, tunnel drilling machine, the, mm-hmm. you know, the boring company. Yep. You, fl- you, fly up, uh, you fly up pieces of that uh, machine, the tunneling machine, uh, on every mission. It might take you 50, 60 missions. But when you get all the pieces of the machine up there, you, you put it together, and then you just start digging tunnels underneath the surface of the no. moon, and you use that. No. As your base. douche. No.
1: no, no, no. Because now really? these loons at Harvard and Yale. No, I don't think you start touching things. No. No, 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 no. Now you got these loons at Harvard and Yale deciding we should dim the sun.
0: <laughs> Good How about luck with no? That.
1: How about hell no?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they're, they're talking about putting stuff in the atmosphere, right? To, yeah, to,
1: no. It, to, no, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe for all I know, they're planning on shooting big sheets of aluminum foil out and reflecting it back. What what, what? potentially could you screw up?
0: That is uh, – it's like out of a science fiction novel. It's retarded. That's what would always happen on the original Star Trek. They'd run into some old machine that was made with good intentions, but now it's like just pure evil. Yeah, that's the, yeah, this is what I want. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let, let's dim the sun. That's it's the most moronic thing. It's a
1: hoax. It's a complete hoax. Al Gore <laughs> left <laughs> office with $2 million. He's now worth $300 million. He made 83 of it with that stupid movie that didn't get anything right.
0: It's <sighs> uh, Well, this, this goes back to the Kamala Harris, uh, Cory Booker. It goes back to the Jim Comey of it all. I think I said this on the air, but just for just for fun, sometimes you guys go go do a, a Wikipedia search on on James Comey. James Comey goes into the FBI, you know, blah 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 blah. Nice career path, and he's making decent money at the FBI. Uh, and then he takes a break. He takes a little break, and then he goes to work at uh, at like Boeing or some big like uh, aer- aeronautical like kind of thing, place. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like, what is this guy? who who worked for the FBI what does he possibly know about aviation what does he seriously for real but he goes to work for them for a couple years Uh, and then he secures some huge government contract and because it's a huge government contract that there, you know, you have bonuses built in. So he gets a bonus for the, uh, from the contractor he's working for the, the aviation company. They give him a a couple million bucks and it's like four or 5 million bucks. So he puts that in his bank account and then bloop, bloop, goes right back to work for the, for the FBI. It's a great gig. It is a scam. It is a giant scam, and they wrap themselves up in this, oh, we're just serving the government. We're just doing this wonderful civil service, and uh, it's, it's literally it's, – these people go into Congress. And they th- never they come, leave. They never leave, and they're making $140,000 a year, which is great money, seriously. Any, any part of the country beyond uh, New York and, and, and the West Coast, that's great money. And then they all come out multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that happen? How does that ha- – ask yourself that question. Yeah, you how all do you go in – You
1: all want to see Trump's tax returns. Trump's tax returns for the business that he ran for the majority of his adult life. You know what, Nancy Pelosi? I want to see your tax returns. Diane Feinstein.
0: All of them. Adam Maxine Schiff. Waters. I want to
1: see your tax returns. I want to make sure they match your financial disclosures.
0: And and I'm I'm prepared – I'm prepared to go. Uh, even I like, yeah. I want to see. Go I want to see how.
1: Pass that law. I want Chuck Schumer's.
0: Oh my goodness! Oh. There's another guy. There's yeah. another guy. How long has he been in public service? There was a meme. There was a meme I, I put on the Like they took a, It was a picture of Donald Trump back in like 1987, shaking President Reagan's hand. Mm-hmm. And at that time, at that time. Chuck and Nancy were there. They were in DC and they were blaming Ronald Reagan for all of America's ills. Now here we are uh, decades later, right They're still there and now they're blaming Trump. It's like you you're you're ineffective, you suck. you're horrible. you need to go. you're not you're not getting things done. Okay, I'm gonna wrap things up here with a, a couple of I guess Game of Thrones predictions. I don't know what's gonna happen tonight. I just want to reiterate this. I can't say this enough. Uh so tonight's the well, it would have been last night. I have to think this is it's actually Monday. So last night was the last <laughs> episode of Game of Thrones. I know a lot of people are upset. I know a lot of people are uh they were upset less with uh last week's episode. And I and I will just my two cents. As as a guy who and this is I I I write Uh, you know, I I, I write, I write jokes. I write, you know, situation comedies for television. And there is a pacing that you have to think about. There's a, there's a pacing, there's a pacing. And if a character makes a weird decision, you have to ask yourself as an audience member and you're watching it. Well, why did they make that decision? Has, did I make this clear? Is it obvious? Am, am I on that character's side? The two guys who write game of Thrones have, really done a bad job. and and I, I would say this, I would say this to their face. I would say this to them at a cocktail party. i'm not I'm not speaking out of school. They've done a horrible job of informing the audience of why these characters are making these really, really big decisions. and that's 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 an epic fail. It's a really it's a really bad one because they took they had the help of George R. R. Martin and he's a TV guy. He started in television. He was working on TV shows and writing movies when he first had the idea for Game of Thrones. And he thought he was going to sell a movie. And so he was kind of bebopping back and forth between L.A. and New Mexico. When he had the, the – he was actually working on another project when he had the idea for Game of Thrones. And he just kind of started squirreling around with it and was able to sell it. But he was there to kind of hold their hands throughout this process, through the casting process. Uh, through all the development, through the look of the show and all this other stuff. And now these two writers, they have his outline uh, and he's kind of trying to help them along. But for some reason, and I don't know why, they, they gave themselves a super short season. It's, it's the last season of Game of Thrones and they gave themselves – they didn't give themselves enough runway. It's like you have these characters making these huge decisions on screen and you're like, why did they do that? Like why? And as an audience member, I should never have to ask myself that question, and I shouldn't have to ask that of multiple characters, the main characters. So that's madness. That's it's it's, it's utter madness. I think a lot of people died last night. Uh, I, I haven't, you know, we record this on a Sunday. I haven't watched it, and, and that really frightens me that that someone has given these two dudes who have. They they hold the pen. They decide who says what and when they say it. They decide what look uh, Daenerys gives Jon Snow. They decide, and they keep making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. It's too bad. It's it's really too bad that they had this wonderful opportunity and they appear to, for the most part they've squandered it. There's been some wonderful episodes. There's been some wonderful moments that have happened this this season, but uh. We'll see what has happened uh, last night. I I, I don't know. It doesn't uh,
1: sound like you're hopeful.
0: Well, it, here's the thing, uh, to, to, for me, is that uh, it, this affects the, all of my geek culture life because now it's affecting Star Wars. They had Ryan Johnson who did everything he could to kill the Star Wars franchise with uh the the last jedi just horrible. And then he was supposed to direct a trilogy and then they they've they've put his trilogy on hold but they've hired these two dudes from Game of Thrones and they've given their trilogy the green light. So that's I I I don't have faith in them as as writers. I guess I need to read what, other what stuff tril- they've written. I
1: What trilogy are they going to do?
0: no one knows no one knows Star
1: Wars related?
0: Yeah, oh it is. It's it's in the Star Wars universe. Kathleen Kennedy, okay. Disney, they've signed off on it. The the guys who have taken when left to their own devices, when left to their own devices, they've not done very well by Game of Thrones. And the fan community is upset and the casual viewer is upset. <laughs> When 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 they take the reins, they run the horse into the side of the barn. They don't they don't do well. So and I'm concerned say, that they have.
1: The fan base say, for Star Wars is a little bit bigger than Game of Thrones.
0: Well, it's a lot smaller now. It's a lot smaller yeah. now. You know, the Han Solo, Solo, a Star Wars story, and that's not that's not Ron Howard's fault. But that's the first Star Wars movie to ever lose uh, money, and that is that's not good. You've got. Kathleen Kennedy at the helm, and there appears to be a social justice agenda there, uh, with you know, with what the abilities that that Ray has. So I, I'm concerned about because there is a big geek culture part to all of this.
1: Oh yeah, I know. Uh, Ray, Ray, just, Ray is like Captain Marvel.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I forget. There's a there's a phrase that everybody uses on the internet for that 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 kind of character that has no flaws, that has no worries, that is completely overpowered and can do anything at any time, and it's it's not good. I think it's a Mary Sue. It might be Mary Sue. Anyway, uh, so those are my concerns. Uh, Game of Thrones was on last night. We'll talk more about it uh, next week, uh, and then I also want to talk about the uh, Robert Pattinson. They're talking about that kid uh, from the Twilight movies. He might be the next Batman, and it's just like I—I oh, I, I don't know what's going on with DC. I don't he know made, what's going on with Warner Brothers.
1: He made a uh, super good vampire. He would not make a good Batman. Batman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Although I, I, I'll, I'll say this: as as I remember, a lot of people complained about when Michael Keaton uh, was cast as Batman, and at the time. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I will totally – listen, yeah. I thought Ben Ben Affleck did a great job. But but listen, I'm Pattison, – Pattison better put on some beef. He better put on some – he better – my boy better hit the gym. Something. Okay, go ahead.
1: I said something.
0: Yeah. He, he, his something. look
1: is more appropriate for some, like, slick villain, I think, but that's just me.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's uh, eh, eh. Oh my gosh! Well, I don't want to open up a whole new can of worms because we got we got a wrap here. But uh, oh my, I I was uh, I was watching a little bit of Annie Hall uh, last night, the Woody Allen movie, and just uh, New York, Manhattan in the nineteen seventies had to have been wonderful. Just had to have been wonderful. I really think that might have been the golden age of of New York. And man, Woody Allen's funny. Man, Woody Allen's funny. I don't care about, I don't care about Soon-Yi. I don't care about any of it. That dude, like, he's not my favorite comedian in the world, but I'm watching Annie Hall, and it's such a period of the time, and he's doing, but you have to remind yourself, he's doing these jokes for, like, the first time. You know, it's like the Beatles. You know, some people are over the Beatles. But when you think about it, they were doing that for the first time. You got to give it up. OK, so we're trying to make a difference in the culture and it's working and it's fantastic. So uh, reach out to friends. Invite them to like the Loftus Party on Facebook and keep invite. And I know you've been doing it. I, I, I always feel bad about saying this. Uh, but but keep up the good work, you guys. I, I really do. I care about you all deeply. This is you always hear this hokey crap like how to build a fan base and how to increase your subscriber count and all this stuff, build a community, build a community. But like literally it's what's happened. It's, it's what's happened. It's what's happening. And I'm always going to look back at these days of the, uh, oh, I remember when we just had, you know, when we were happy to hit 5,000 on Facebook and oh, I remember, but I, listen, I look at the comments, I know who you are. And I know the people who've been, uh, you know sharing everything and the people and you're you're freaking awesome for doing it you're awesome for doing it so i can't thank you enough keep up the good work invite you never know you know just keep inviting people keep sharing the videos keep sharing the links and uh go on to itunes and leave a review and click on the hearts and do your thing but we are it's it's monumental the the forces that are working against us, and this is like some Alex Jones sounding stuff, but the forces that are working against that that not well, I'll say it this way: that don't want us to succeed. The forces that don't want us to succeed are huge. They are giant. This is a this is a legit David and Goliath scenario, and we're doing it with fun. We're doing it with comedy. We're doing it with an up beat optimistic attitude oh it it, it it thrills me it thrills me it gives me goosebumps i hope you guys have a great week there's so much wonderful stuff out there uh and we're gonna celebrate all of it we're gonna celebrate all of it i'll talk to you guys later